everybody, welcome to the PR Podcast, giving you guys a better insight on how to master your bodies and raising your PRs in and outside the gym. My name is Joseph. I'm here with my two amazing hosts, Annabelle. Hi. And Morgan. Hello, hello. How are we doing today, guys? Fantastic. So okay. Morgan, uh, no, sorry, Annie. So Morgan, <laughs> <laughs> how, you, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> so, so before uh, this podcast began, Morgan was talking about how he's going to um, do yoga um, after this Um Last episode, he mentioned how he's going to start doing more and more yoga. He wants to get very flexible. Buff and stay, bendy. Get really wide on them sumo squats. Vinyasa. <laughs> Ooh. What? <laughs> They're can, uh, yoga terms. You totally, yeah, he totally Googled that. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what it means. Oh, vinyasa, it's, it's a flow. Oh. It's a flow. Say it again. Vinyasa. Say it slower. Vinyasa. <laughs> yeah, namaste. Namaste. Uh, it's the divine in me honors the divine in you. Namaste. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> your, so, girl do, your girl did yoga a couple years ago, too. <laughs> um, Morgan says, I do yoga. So I said, mm-hmm. let me join you. And he said, in my room. <laughs> and I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly how it played out <laughs> just seconds ago. <laughs> you should do it. Uh, let's go 24. I'll do it. And you could guide me. Or, or do you feel like no, there's a person there that guides you, guides this, you this late? No. Oh, like, oh no, dude. I'm tr- I'm trying to go home and sleep after. Oh. It's late, dude. Like I'm behind an hour of my schedule. Wow. Right now. It's seven. Yeah, I'm in bed by eight. Forty nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sacrificing <laughs> my sleep time for this podcast here. Worth it. Yes. For the people. Exactly. We love y'all. Yes. So yoga, maybe another time I could guide you. I'll take that. <laughs> it's a date. Yeah. Um. So, still hard. <laughs> right when he was gonna drink water. <laughs> I waited. That's why I paused. <laughs> Always. <laughs> how, many, yes. how many days in are we? So by the time this comes out, well, right now, yeah, I am fifteen days in. Nice. By the time this comes out, I'll be like twenty nine days in. Hey. <laughs> Almost yeah, it's still hard. Yeah, we've been we've been pumping these out um more more and more lately, which is nice. Um great topics. We have great setups going on now, and the flow of everything just feels so much smoother. So I have a story for you guys before we move off this topic. Because I, I feel like we don't have to talk much about 75 hard. It's the same thing. But yesterday I thought what I've been waiting for. The moment. The moment. The moment. The moment. Exactly. The moment. Thank you for that correction, Joseph. <laughs> is I've been wanting to run in the rain. Mm-hmm. And yesterday it teased me. Mother Earth teased me. I was running with Butch. You know, we're getting our cardio in. Because he's swole too, you guys, Butch. And it started sprinkling. And I got so happy. Well, I text you guys. <laughs> we do, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, letting, like, I'm not letting the listeners know. know. I'm letting the listeners <laughs> you guys. Because I really wanted it to rain. Joseph and I was, like, was going to go film him. Yeah. It was going to be a, <clears throat> a thing. Because if you guys don't know who david goggins is he's a pretty good follow go follow him inspirational guy so i saw him running in the ring one time i was like man i would love to do that i feel like a badass and it was cold too nipples were hard you know part of 75 hard <laughs> 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 and then uh yeah it was like 
20, 20 minutes in and it was just sprinkling and then it just stopped completely. By the time I was done with my cardio, it didn't rain. So I was very, very disappointed. You were so excited with that text. I message. was excited. I even texted you guys. I was like, today <laughs> is the day. I already knew what you meant. <laughs> no, you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All caps, the day. I almost left work, though. I was like, I need to go film this. Because mm-hmm. we, we did like a like a short variation of it that yeah. one time. Yeah, but it wasn't raining. Yeah, it wasn't raining. And I wasn't bald. Yeah. And you weren't shirtless. And I wasn't shirtless. Yeah. Yeah. And my nipples weren't hard. But anyway, next next topic. <laughs> Yeah. What's new with you, Annie? Oh, not much. You know, today, actually, I, I want to give a thank you to Mr. Morgan. Today, he um, helped me. So I've never been a person to record my workouts. Like, usually I just work out alone was the first reason. And the second reason, like, I haven't, I don't know how to set up my phone or a camera. Like, but um, I've been doing it at the rec center at the university because I go early and students are there that early so it's really empty so I've been setting up my camera and I recorded a squat so um Morgan gave me a little pointer for since I'm a little vertically compact compressed (laughs) 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 I'm short all right so I had a little trouble unracking um and I just appreciated that he took the time to give me some pointers so um but yeah but anyway so um Lifting is going good. It's really, it's getting fun. My workouts are really short, but they're like intense. Like I get really excited for them. Like, I don't know. It's you're, been fun. Because you're going to, you're going to, you're going to max out soon, right? Yeah. So this is, um, I just finished workout two of week one of two weeks of a peak okay. week like or peak mm-hmm. phase uh, in my program. So, um I have like three more workouts and then I'll take like a day or two off and then I'll, I'll test potentially. I will. <laughs> Can't wait to see what the new numbers are. Yeah. Just let me know. I'm going to have my popcorn ready. Oh, shoot. Be right there. Yeah. Just watch <laughs> you turn you on. Well, I'll be there. Okay. No pressure. But if you fail. But if you we'll fail. Put, we'll put it on the story you're too. You're off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the story you're right. too, <laughs> if you don't PR, <laughs> you're off It never happens. You're the, you're the nutritionist yeah. anyways, you know, so it doesn't really matter. Either way, you're going to PR because say if whatever you attempt, you're going to PR either way because if you hit it, you're going to hit a, a, like, a successful PR. If you miss it, you PR on your biggest fail. So you're still PR in either oh, way. Oh, I like That's that. That's beautiful. See, you guys. A new biggest is, fail. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm just kidding. That's support yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I PR today at uh, In-N-Out. I was just going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say your how cheeks was, look a did, little bigger. How did that go? A little sodium. <laughs> kind of sad you didn't bring us any. <laughs> oh, I ate it all. <laughs> what did you have? Um. So I had a four by one. One cheese. <laughs> I know, right? I'm lactose, guys, so don't judge me on the lack of cheese. Um, yeah, so four meats, one cheese, and then I also had a two-by-one, and then I get fresh onions, chopped chilies, and then I go to town. Why didn't you just get a six-by-one? Because then it's too much, and I can't. And you have to eat it in a section. So you have to eat like, the top half first and then the bottom half. And then Although, you don't get the buns. Like, yeah. You don't, oh, don't get the fit. double buns. I'm sorry, Morgan. <laughs> I guess my mouth is not as wide as yours. I've never even got a four by four, so four by one, so I'm sorry. Mm. I go, three, three by one's as big as I go. Gotta go, gotta go bigger. 
Okay. But that, yeah, that's interesting though. How many calories was that meal? Oh, I, uh, I think it was only. Like I'm pretty it. sure you logged it. So. Yeah, I did. I, I posted it too. So it was how like was under, how much is just the four by one? Right. I think that's uh, what I saw. See, so I, I basically broke the the meals the, the food up in uh, compartment compartmentalized. Ooh, there you go. How that is? That was a tough one. <laughs> Vocabulary. Vocabulary. <I'm> smart. <laughs> yes, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's the best hype man. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I broke it down. So I um, logged every patty separately. So obviously six patties total. So the six patties, um, they were 24 grams of fat, 40 grams of protein, uh, four buns total, 56 carbs, four grams of fat, six grams of protein. And then the special sauce was 14 grams of fat and four grams of carbs. So a special sauce is seven grams of fat per burger. That's why it's special. (laughs) Yeah, it's very high. high. It's probably like mayonnaise based. Uh, Most likely. (laughs) I'm sure it has like oil in it. Mm. something to do um yeah to have that much fat but um yeah so the entire meal is only 840 calories which actually isn't isn't that bad whatsoever pushing about uh, 30 40 for about 42 grams of fat i just picture the meme like with the lady's face and all the equations and numbers <laughs> i'm like oh, shit. <laughs> you lost me after what, what is this right <laughs> lost me after six God meat patties <laughs> but like, that's the beauty of, of tracking macros is that People, I you know, post a picture of the meal and right away people yes. are like, oh, your cheat meal, this and that. I'm like, actually, it fits my macros. It fit perfect. So, yeah, I'm only at 1,500 calories for the day out of 3,200. So I still actually have macros left over. I pretty much topped out all my fats, but I still have 229 grams of carbs left and 150 grams of protein left. So I still need to eat more. So that's the beauty of tracking the macros, guys. You guys get to have these meals that you would think are cheats or that you're going over calories. In reality, um, I'm in a fit and I'm happy mentally and my body is satisfied. My taste buds are satisfied because when it comes to like, um, I guess, cheat foods, pleasure foods, highly palatable foods, um, I'm not too big on like desserts, like donuts and um, cake, brownies, whatever. I'm more of a savory, like pizza and burgers. Mm. Give me that. That's what I want to cheat with. Nice. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. So you help me with yoga and I'll help Enjoy you with your burger internet. Yeah. With you. <laughs> I'll you know, buy you internet. Do these macros. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy you a burger. For you. <laughs> I'll buy your first four by one. Yeah. So I think um, before we move on, and this isn't on our board, but uh, in our last episode, we mentioned that we were going to do a nutrition challenge. Yes. <laughs> no, we can move on. <laughs> Joseph's scared. Oh my gosh. So we didn't get a chance to discuss this. I think we were going to try, but um Morgan challenged us to challenge ourselves and keep each other accountable. Um to try a new diet or try a new right, like an eating protocol. Mm-hmm. So last week we talked about veganism, going low carb, paleo, keto, um, keto carnivore. That's kind of what we touched, right? Um, any thoughts? Have you guys decided on when you'd be willing to try? Yeah, you know what? I'll do um I'll do the gluten free. So get out of here. It's gonna be tough. Uh but so we can either decide right now or let's say Tuesday after this episode airs, we could put a poll on 
our Instagram page and have language. people pay. <laughs> Let the people. I don't know. I don't Let know. the people decide. Maybe we narrow it down to like what two we or as three. a community are going to be doing. And how long are we going to do this um, challenge for? I think four weeks. Four weeks. Oh shoot. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, knowing Morgan, he'll be like three months. You know, he'll say something. I was gonna say two weeks. Okay, two weeks it is. Four weeks. (laughs) Two weeks. Four weeks weeks it is. Two weeks. Or let's do this. We'll do. We'll put that up as a poll as well. No, no. We'll we'll do. We'll do two different dice within a month. So we'll do one for two weeks, another for two weeks. So one month total. That's doable. Yeah, I think. So we'll do two. We leave it up to the people. So we'll go vegan. We'll go carnivore. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's gonna be really hard. <laughs> I don't want to have the shits, man. <laughs> For which one? I don't know. <laughs> Both. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> I say we just ask the people what okay. they want. The people. And then, I'm yeah. leaning toward paleo. If anybody has any kind of sympathy, yeah, well, I feel yeah, like you that's sent the us, closest. You sent us that picture yesterday. Yeah, of it like, was delicious. Of like a paleo meal. It was a filet mignon. You did? Like, Where? Um, in the PR podcast text message group. Oh, yeah, shit. check the group. <laughs> You guys be texting so you're, much. You're, it's like, you're too okay. busy running in the rain <laughs> or waiting for rain. Yeah. <laughs> I just see Morgan standing in the middle of a field waiting for a cloud. I'm sending pictures of Shirtless. food. There's I just see steroids healthier than vegan <laughs> diet. <laughs> I said that one. That was <laughs> Joseph's justification for not doing a yeah. vegan diet. It said steroids are. He's all whatever. I'll do. I'll do steroids. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to stay healthy, guys. Just kidding, guys. I'm not gonna do steroids. Yeah, I might though. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Imagine, <laughs> dang. You, yeah. Nope not not in my the, uh, not in my messages. Really? All the pe- oh 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 in so, the I slid in your guys's DMs with it, right? Oh yeah, okay. it was in the the DM uh, group. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I anyway. need those. So let me let me check right now. It's because Morgan gets so many DMs. He, yeah. he doesn't have time to catch up. Mister mm-hmm. Popular. He's looking. He's really, looking. Really, but we will put Hook it up we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll put the um, we'll put a poll up so that our listeners can help us decide what diet we're going to do and for how long. If I do this, I'm going hard. How hard? Like <laughs> as hard as I can get. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go. Like the Morgan. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Morgan approves. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not I don't think I'm part of that. Boob chat because I'm not, I don't see any anywhere. You are. I'll find you later. Damn, I feel so sad. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> facility title, titled PR podcast. <laughs> there's a microphone, there's headphones. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're still training after this? Yeah. I have a uh, hammies. So oh. I have a uh, deadlifts and stiff leg deadlifts, hamstring curls, calves, adductors. And I might do a little bit of cardio at the end. Ooh. Yeah. So then you'll have your post-workout meal after, after. you train. Yeah. Yeah. Post-workout. I have. I just read those nachos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I usually do the uh, the Kodiak cakes to help hit my um, carbs when I'm really, really low. It's mm. such an easy way to hit the carbs. I'll do the, uh, the dark chocolate mm. Kodiak cakes. Fire. Do you mess around with the Kodiak cakes? No. Oh my gosh. I have pancakes only. Oh shit. That sounds <laughs> good too. <I> don't <laughs> no, yeah, I do. I do, but uh I like to make waffles. I was gonna say I uh, like the waffles. It takes too, too long. It takes too long. No, it takes waffle maker. You just put it in there and 
done. By the time you grab the peanut butter. <sighs> See, but milk. I can make one <laughs> one big pancake and you have to make like four waffles. Mine's pretty big waffle maker. Yeah. yeah. And then they yeah. get kind of crispy. Yeah, it's and then crispy you got, on the like, outside and to soft on the syrup. inside. I feel attacked right now. This is why Annie doesn't like to sit in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> got it coming now from I, all angles. Now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Both sides. Waffles are pancakes with abs. Waffles. Oh. <laughs> you just slipped my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anabolic. <laughs> I like French toast, too. Oh. Yeah. oh, French toast is good. Yeah, I'll use, like, the Dave's Killer Bread, uh, mm-hmm. like a thin slice. Mm-hmm. I'll do, like, 10 slices. <laughs> a whole loaf. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Nice. 130, 40 carbs. So do you find that like eating that late messes with you? No. All? I think I'm just used to it though. Okay. Yeah. I I never really paid attention to see if it really did mess me up, like make me gassy or stomach aches or wake up bloated. Um, but I think I've just been doing it for so long because I've been training at night for so many years. That I think I just pretty much adapted to it. And so I think my body... Like after these workouts, my body craves it. Like I'm hungry after these workouts and then I'll eat, shower and then go to sleep. And even if it's, it is a high carb meal, like, you know, bringing it 100 to 150 carbs in one sitting, it's fine. I digest it and break it down pretty, pretty easily. Nice. Are we going to go about meal timing? I think so. Because you were mentioning a lot of clients ask that question. Yeah, that's so like I've the main question. Couple, yeah, people always ask like, okay, when I give them a meal plan or like nutrient recommendations or like, okay, like, so what time do I have to eat breakfast or what time do I have to eat this? That or, or how many meals? How many meals? Or, yeah. Okay. That's, that's usually what it is. It's usually like, Oh man, I have to fit this into six meals. I'm like, no, do, do two or three, uh, you know, eat whatever fits your lifestyle the best. And I guess we don't have to go too much crazy into the science of this, but overall, um, Calories at the end of the day is kind of what what matters overall. Not really the timing of meals, unless you are strength training. Then obviously they recommend it to bring like the bulk of the carbohydrates pre pre and post workout. Yeah, so there's been a lot of like recent research on meal timing and specifically like having to do with resistance training and people who are dieting. Um, but basically, like the idea is that you specify what you eat and how much you eat throughout the day. And like there's been a lot, there's like a lot of nutrition myths, right, about meal timing. So um, some of them, for example, like you have to eat breakfast to kickstart your metabolism or um, don't have carbs or don't have a meal after 6 p.m. because you'll store it as fat. Um, What else? Uh, You have to eat six meals a day and then we get the opposite, like do intermittent fasting, eat one or two meals a day, you know? So there's all these different things. Um, Post-workout nutrition, like if you weight train then you have to have a protein shake like ready to go in your locker room right afterwards or else you miss out on gain anabolic window right anabolic anabolic window (laughs) 30 minutes yeah i used to get that a lot like um a lot of clients like oh like i start eating at their 7 p.m to to lose weight and i'm like that's silly i have my last meal at 11 p.m and you know i compete and i'm the most shredded i've ever been yeah the meal timing the whole don't eat after a certain time is Silliness. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we could kind of all agree that there are like what we just mentioned, like those examples, they're kind of myths. They've been debunked. Um, What does matter is uh, what you can stick with long term. Like so whatever you can adhere to the longest. If you do like eating six meals in a day, if you do like eating breakfast first thing after getting up out of bed or if you prefer to wait till one o'clock, two o'clock, um, however late, then 
that's going to be one of the big things to focus. And then if you have a goal of either losing body fat or gaining muscle, then being in a calorie deficit or a calorie surplus is going to be the next important thing. Um, aside from that, you get your protein recommendations. So um, we mentioned in the last episode where um, basically if you're calorie restricted, meaning if you're in, in like a diet or you're dieting and you're resistance training, then that's two big stressors on your body that having adequate amount of protein could benefit you. So it helps you rebuild and repair tissue. And if you're dieting, having enough protein in your diet um, is really beneficial because it's satiating, um, has the highest thermic effect of food compared to um, carbs and fat. So um, it's going to get you uh, a lot of benefits if you rather than, you know, not having enough protein or, or even like just having the RDA, which is um, really low. So what the RDA is usually is basically just enough protein to n not allow you to be nutrient deficient so you don't get sick. But if you're resistance training or if you're lifting weights and you're, you have goals like for body recomposition, whether it be gaining muscle or losing body fat or both, then you should be getting enough protein, one gram per pound of body fat or body weight. Yeah, so ultimately the, the determining factor when it comes to weight loss or weight gain is overall calories, not the time you eat. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people put too much uh, – for this is for like general people that are going to the gym, you know. Uh, meal timing isn't the most important thing, I guess we could say. But mm -hmm. now if you're like an athlete and you're training maybe twice a day or something like that, then it might become a little bit more important just because you want to make sure you have enough energy to do both workouts um, and stuff of that nature. But for someone who's just strength training or wants to get – you know, just better body. It's probably not that big of a deal. Uh, for example, I can speak for myself. Um, there are times when I train fasted <laughs> in the morning just simply because I'm not hungry. And usually it's because I'll have a bigger meal the day before at night. So I wake up, I'm like, I'm not hungry. And I mean, I still make pretty good progress, you know, so. You are. Right. You know, I'm all yeah. right. So <laughs> not bad. it is what it is. So in. Uh, we had briefly mentioned this, and I kind of just want to mention it only because it's so new and kind of exciting. I might be biased, but um, so, so there, boring. <laughs> there's <laughs> this um, area of research, and it's called chrononutrition. I don't. It was one of our Q and A episodes where we mentioned um, chrononutrition or chronobiology um, when uh, somebody asked about uh, the pros and cons of training early in the morning versus late at night. And there's different types of um, biological processes that happen in your body that are affected by what we know is the circadian rhythm. So I think by now a lot of people have heard about it. But basically it's, um, if I remember, okay, so it's a cluster of neurons and it's located in your the hypothalamus of your brain, which your hypothalamus is kind of like near the center of your brain, which if you think about it, makes a lot of sense because that's like a direct line through your eyes. So a lot of your circadian rhythm is impacted by day and night or sunlight, you know, or, or even like blue light, like a lot of research is going into like blue light from phones and screens. Um, 
So it basically is saying, I mean, it's kind of like the opposite of saying what we just said, meal timing doesn't really matter. And there are bigger things to focus on. But rather than being oversimplistic and just saying it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. We also want to avoid saying that because it does matter. Like for health reasons, there are some like general takeaways, especially if you're an athlete or especially if you're training for performance. Like um, I think there was a couple studies done and we won't get too far into it, but um, basically some of the takeaways said that whether you eat breakfast early in the day or you eat breakfast, which for lack of better terms, like it's still breaking a fast. So breakfast, that's a two part word. Um, whether you eat it at 8 a.m., 6 a.m., or like 1 p.m. or 2 p.m., um, most people are going to benefic- benefit a little bit more by eating the majority of their calories early in the day. Um, and that's only because of the hormones that are like involved with your circadian rhythm. So um, people may or may not know, but when you're first waking up, you have elevated levels of cortisol. And that's not a bad thing. Cortisol raises when you're stressed out which is that's when it could be a negative thing, but it's also what wakes you up. It what's, It's what gets you going. Usually it's triggered or started when sunlight comes through the window or when you're, you know, when you're waking up, sometimes it's triggered by an alarm, you know? So um, that's going to help you secrete more insulin and that's going to help you shuttle nutrients more efficiently compared to later in the day where melatonin, which is kind of the opposite when that sets in when melatonin is a hormone that's involved with like your parasympathetic system and that's the like rest and digest system. So it might not be as beneficial to have your biggest amount of calories right before bed because it just kind of goes against what like your body would naturally want. Now, this isn't to say one way or the other is specifically better for anybody. You can adapt. Anybody can adapt to anyone. But just because you can adapt doesn't mean you should. So, I don't know. Chrono nutrition. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought that's, I just started learning about that today. I think it's pretty interesting. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's something that's completely new to me. So I'm kind of soaking it in myself. It's, it's more, well, it's new in general. I guess I should say yeah. Um, more like, just like you said, more and more research is starting to come out about this, but still relatively new. So it's very interesting to see where this is going to progress throughout these next um, 10, 20 years. And next thing you know, maybe there will be meal timing. Yeah. A program, like an actual legit program to which like, okay, you should eat. If you're this age at this weight, male or female, this is the time of day you should be eating. Yeah. And who knows, it might turn to that one day. <laughs> just to make everything more stressful. I know. <laughs> if there's it, one, if there's one thing we need, it's more um, nutrition. Yeah. We're probably talking like <clears throat> decades down the line because first, it's so hard to do nutrition. Like, if I can just say, it's really like nutrition research is super difficult. Um, the majority of nutrition research is based on surveys, so it's qualitative data. So it's basically asking people questions so it's subjective to like what the person answering the questions you know even the population like who what area what amount of of the population are they healthy unhealthy trained untrained like there's so many different factors um 
really one of the only ways that you can dial in on someone's nutrition is like if you take a large group of people and put them in like a diet ward, like a, you know, like a, a nutrition ward, like where you keep them isolated and you, you know, control every calorie that goes in and how it's, you know, varies or fluctuates like throughout the course of the research. Like, so that's super difficult one, because you're not going to get a whole lot of people that are going to volunteer to be part of those studies. And if you do, it's going to be really hard to get the IRB, like the intern international research board to like approve that because <laughs> that's putting people potentially in harm so nutrition research should always kind of be really taken with a grain of salt it's really subjective it tells us a lot but it also tells us a lot about small populations yeah so kind of continuing on with the uh, food uh, kind of that's a good segue into today's topic which is facet cardio versus fed cardio so um, another main question I always get from my clients is whenever I um, tell them to do cardio, they always go, okay, do you want me to do a fasted? Um, obviously, that's like the big stigma around around cardio is that when you do a fasted, supposedly it's supposed to burn more body fat than fed cardio. Um, and so I brought up a little bit of research on all this and I'm kind of going to skim over it and kind of give an idea of where this exactly came from. So a study back in 1976 actually did um, a study on fed cardio versus fasted cardio. And so what the belief was, was uh, first thing in the morning, insulin levels are low and insulin is responsible for suppressing lip liposis. Am I saying that right? Lipolysis. Lipolysis. Um, during cardio, when insulin is, uh, is low, should release that inhibition on lipolysis and allow more fat to be, um, to be burned during the cardio session. And uh, number two, the big theory was because glycogen levels are low in the morning, the body should um, more likely um, be more likely to use stored body fat as a fuel source since there's not that much glycogen in the body in the morning. And so for almost 20 years, science kind of ran with this. And that was kind of like the whole thing behind it. And it makes perfect sense. Um, it sounds very, very reasonable. But as um, the years went on and people started to do more studying on fasted cardio versus fed cardio, the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The stigma behind it kind of started to change. The story behind it started to change. Yeah, you guys aren't helping me out here. <laughs> <I'm not too laughs> sure. Just give me blank there. Cool. Thanks for the support, guys. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Give us more context. <laughs> uh, the gosh. studies began to evolve. The idea Ooh. behind it started to move. It started to move in a different direction. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, study in 2011. Um. This one challenged fed cardio versus fasted cardio, and they and they tracked the amount of calories post workout throughout the entire day, over the course of twelve hours. And so, over the course of twelve hours, so when I'm sorry, let me start from the beginning. So when they did the fasted cardio versus fed cardio, the fasted cardio group did use more body fat as as an energy source during the cardio session, but over the course of twelve hours the body started to use less calories in the facet group and started to use more calories in the fed cardio group. And so at the end of the day, both groups actually lost the same amount of body fat. So what the theory was, was that whatever you use more during the exercise, you, you use less of throughout the day. Hmm. So if you're burning more body fat during the exercise, your body has a lower metabolism of, and a lower chance of burning body fat throughout the course of the next 12 hours. And so uh, in this study, the fed group actually was slightly higher 
than the facet group at losing body fat at the at, after the course of 12 hours in this one particular group. So that's actually interesting. Um, and another study in 2014, this was only a four week study, so it was relatively short. Uh, this one, they used two groups of healthy young women, um, 20 women total. So each group had 10 women each. Um, one group did facet cardio. The next group did, um, did obviously fed cardio. Both groups were in a 500 calorie deficit and they, and both groups did cardio for one hour, three times per week. And at the end of the four weeks, both groups lost the same exact amount of body fat, same amount of fat, fat mass loss at the, at the end of four weeks. So that's obviously a really big study because they actually had two groups and they monitored their calories and they had them at the same exact type of a caloric deficit and they all performed the same exact amount of uh, cardio the same amount of times per week and the result was exactly the same. So no change whatsoever. They both lost the same amount of body fat. And so in 2017, a meta-analysis came out and they basically compared all the different studies between fast and fed cardio. And overall, it just it pretty, pretty much came out to say uh, facet compared to fed cardio does not increase the amount of weight loss or fat mass loss. Uh, weight loss and fat mass loss is more likely to be enhanced through creating a caloric deficit over a period of time rather than exercising in a fed or fasted state. And I think that's like the big gist of all this is um, do what kind of works for you. For me personally, I'm not a big fan of doing facet cardio. Um, I know a lot of competitors enjoy doing facet cardio. I see a lot of people doing facet cardio. I would rather just knock it all out in one session. So I'll do my weight training first. And then right when I'm finished, I'll go to the, the cardio machines or any whatever form of cardio I want to do. And I'll do my cardio uh, right after. And obviously, it worked out fine. Yeah. <laughs> I did it during my entire prep um, for two shows back to back. And I, and I won both shows. I came in extremely lean. And... I track the amount of car of um, of calories I will lose. So I use obviously my my iWatch to track my calories during the cardio sessions, and I made sure um, I stay within the same amount of uh, calories per cardio session. So I I'm at the same amount of caloric deficit whether I'm fed or in a fasted state. Yeah. So and we'll be sure to link all the studies. Yeah, so I have them all here. To take a look mm-hmm. at them. They're all pretty good studies, especially the meta analysis, which that. For anybody who just happens to not know, a meta-analysis just takes data from a lot of different research that is related. Usually there's like inclusion criteria. So the studies that they include in the meta-analysis have to meet like specific metrics that they're testing for. So um, it kind of tells you like the big picture. So, I mean, all that just to say and show that like there's no conclusive evidence to suggest that fasted cardio is better than fed cardio. Yeah. So, which is relieving for a lot of people because a lot of people think they have to do facet cardio in order to lose more body fat. And the answer is no, you don't. You don't have to do two separate workouts. That's why I personally don't like to do facet cardio because that means I would have to do cardio in the morning. I have to shower (laughs) and then I would do cardio and then I have to still do my weightlifting later in the day and I have to shower again. I just hate showering twice, <laughs> twice a day. It's a lot of water. It's a lot of soap. That's a lot of time. It's expensive. It's, a lot of, it's just a lot of time in general. Yeah. I'd rather just knock it all out at one at one time. So it kind of just comes. But some people just enjoy facet cardio. Some people yeah. love waking up early in the morning. They love getting that run in and getting that heart rate up, get the blood pumping. And you know, some people do experience more energy throughout the day. They have more vitality. They feel more alive because they knocked out a um, early morning session. Yeah. So you're telling me, uh-huh. I am not the fat. <laughs> the lean, fat, burning machine 
I thought I was. You still are. No, because you, you, just, said don't, I, you just don't have to do it the way you think. So I'm not. So all these hours and hours and hours of fasted <laughs> cardio I'm doing in the morning mean nothing. But that's different. At 75 hard. Do you enjoy it? What? So, so te- cause, cause hours kidding, and guys. hours of heart. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, you're our friend. No. Um, <laughs> so I'm actually the, the opposite. Um, sometimes I actually prefer doing my cardio in the morning beca- because I do not like doing my cardio if I need to. Well, I mean, if I need to do cardio, I do not like to do it after my training. Of course, we have different types of training, but after my training, I'm I'm beat. I'm done. Like, I I don't want to do anything. I just want to go home and eat and lay down, and that's it. So I prefer doing it in the morning. So as soon as I wake up, if I have time, of course, I'll get up, go out for a walk. Of course, my my cardio is not crazy. It's just a walk. I don't Mm -hmm. run or anything. It's just like a forty five minute walk, maybe an hour. Take the dog out, and and that's it. I like it better that way because it kind of you mentioned that it 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 just makes me feel like I've okay. I'm already starting my day off in the right step. Like I already accomplished something for myself. So I feel good about myself. You know, it's a good way to kind of help me plan and think about what my day is going to look like, the things I need to get done. It's just a way of kind of like meditation in a way, like Mm -hmm. just mental clarity. And then that's kind of out the way too, because say if I was cutting, I don't have to think, okay, shit, I still need to, I'm not dreading throughout the day my cardio. Like, damn, I still have to do cardio. I still have to do cardio today. It's just kind of done ready. And then me, I love hitting the gym, like training weights. So that's like a breeze. Doesn't matter what time of day it is, I'm going to get it done. Cardio, if I have to wait for it at night or later in the day, it's a drag. Like, I'm just like, man, I, I don't want to do my cardio. Yeah. But, I mean, it depends. Like, no, it for everyone. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned the weight training too, because while I think these studies were specifically for fasted cardio, mm-hmm. there's also a lot of research on fasted training. Mm-hmm. Um, and very similar story. There's no evidence to show that it's beneficial. And there's actually a few studies that have showed it's de- detrimental. So if you're training for performance, like if you're, um, trying to hit a specific weight for your training or a specific amount of volume for your training, um, like you was resistance training or whether it's like performance, like as far as like, like say you're a sprinter or, um, you know, like a basketball player and you're conditioning or something. So that's also not going to be beneficial if you're fasted for most people. Um, but there is a key distinction because I think, uh, and I was just thinking back to like 75 hard because, Um, low intensity steady state cardio is a little different because that's not cardio per se like because the studies we talked about earlier were specifically for fat loss but cardio when it's low intensity steady state where the purpose of it is different where the purpose is either meditative to get more steps in for the day which I mean that sounds so minute but non-exercise activity thermogenesis neat is super important, not for performance, like we're saying, or for burning fat, but just for health, like for health, vitality, that's mental clarity, especially if you do it outdoors. If you're in an area when you can and you get some sun exposure, that goes back to your circadian rhythm. I mean, that's beneficial for that. Um, 
So that's a little bit of a difference when we're talking cardio compared, like cardio for burning fat compared to cardio where it's low intensity, steady state. And I mean, there's so many benefits to cardio anyways, like your body as well as your mind. I mean, there's like a lot of studies that say like people who take breaks throughout the day to go for like a little walk around, you know, whatever, like you may or may not consider that cardio, but it increases your level of focus, your productivity, um, I mean, it could be meditative if it's, if it's not a stressor. So for a lot of people, cardio for fat loss is a stressor. And that's where you can get some of those negative effects. But when it's for health, it's super beneficial. Yeah, I enjoy it regardless. I've done both. I've done fast and fed cardio and post-workout cardio. Um, I actually enjoy cardio off-season more than I do on-season. Because when I do it off-season, I'm doing it because I want to do it. And so there's a different feeling behind it. It's a different motivation and mindset behind it. So after I do the cardio off season, it's more like, okay, I did that for me. I feel good. And it's just a different uh, motivation behind it. Yeah. Another thing too, when one of the reasons I like, well, I don't, when I was cutting right now, I'm not cutting for anything, but when I would cut and try to lose some body fat and I would do cardio in the morning. Uh, one of the reasons I also like to do it in the morning fasted was because since I already got that workout done, I would get it quick and out of the way in the morning, you know, shower like you, of course, we have to shower, unfortunately, shower, get my day started, go work or whatever I had to do. And then I would have extra calories for later in the day. Instead of eating food at 5am in the morning, I'm saving those extra calories, that extra meal for say 10 or 11 in the morning. So it's like a bigger gap where I have more food for the rest of the day, as opposed to smaller meals at the end of the day or something because I'm like, shit, my calories are kind of gone. Like I'm, you know, they're kind of scarce here. Hashtag uh, one shower crew. <laughs> <laughs> shower one time. I shower twice a day. Hey, wasteful. What? Wasteful. How long do you take in the shower? Uh, I enjoy <laughs> He's it. He's singing. It's a concert in there. How long are you taking the shower? <laughs> well, usually when I shower, it's really late at night and everybody's sleeping already because I get home from the gym late. So, I, I, yeah, I take my time. Exactly. My one shower probably lasts as long yeah, as your two combined. Yeah, I was going to say. I take pretty, I'm pretty I'm not, I'm not even showers. See, I could lie and be like, oh, no, no, it's quick. It's like five minutes. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm in there like 15. Yeah. Yeah, 20. There you go. Yeah. It's super just steamed up. Just whoosh, walk out like a sauna. First world. First world. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, and all this is, I think, is just kind of to say, like, if you enjoy fasted cardio, you can benefit from it because yeah. whatever you're going to be able to do more often, whatever you can adapt to, you can. But same with meal timing or same with like when we're talking about like your nutrient partitioning throughout the day, like just because you can adapt to something doesn't mean you should. Just because there are some benefits to intermittent fasting doesn't mean everybody should. Yeah. Just because somebody enjoys fasted cardio or they do really well with it doesn't mean the next person will. Yeah, I, I'm that way though. Like if if fat if like if the research came out and it said fasted cardio helps you by ten percent, I would start to do fasted cardio. Like I'd be, okay, give me that ten percent. It would have to be like significant, even, even like five percent. Okay, I'd probably, I'd probably still do it to be so honest. So like yeah, I guess I would agree with that because I know. You, you mentioned that there were some studies that really didn't show that. Well, you said there were, 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 were some that were detrimental if you didn't, if you trained fasted. Is yeah, that and that's, that was specifically with studies looking at performance. Okay, so, so. Like if you had to generate like 
power or, you know. Okay, because I know you said, I don't know if you still do intermittent fasting. Do you still do it? I do, okay, so yeah. Personally, like, I know if I'm tight on time or something, for some reason, I'll do it just because I'm like, I don't want to worry about food. But if I'm going to train, sometimes I don't train. Um, I, I'm, I'm fasted, but it's usually an easy workout. But most of the time, I try to get at least something in because, like, my brain says, okay, I'd rather be fed and that possibility. Because we don't really know. They're just maybes, averages, mm -hmm. studies. We don't really know, like, right. especially if, if you're doing this uh, for the long term, like, those little, you know, increments of that spike in protein, like, maybe... That little that little percentage <laughs> might that, affect me ten years from now. That that could be yeah. the the difference between a a six hundred squad and a six hundred and fifty squad, yeah. like in ten years, you know. So it's like I'd rather eat if just to be safe. Yeah, and but with for my cardio, like I said, like because it's just walking, mm -hmm. it's like eh, it's not a big deal. Like either way, I'm gonna be moving around throughout the day. It's not a big deal. But if it was like an intense hit cardio or something i'd i'd probably eat something just in case because that's how my brain works it's yeah. like i'd rather make sure that percentage is taken care of so i feel you yeah so you're coming from yeah yeah same thing um and obviously that differs person to person obviously if you're a high level mm -hmm. athlete you we want to try to get the most out of the time we're spending in these workouts like mm -hmm. we, we put hours and hours and hours in daily weekly monthly yearly so we want to make sure we're getting the most out of it. So anywhere we could find a little niche to have that advantage, well, you know, we'll 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 make it happen. Yeah. But obviously, if the the studies on this is so you know gray area that it's kind of like hey, whatever fits your lifestyle, yeah, whatever fits your lifestyle, whatever is easiest to follow. Uh, simplicity is the key. So don't overcomplicate it. That's a, that's the biggest biggest thing. That's why I tell all my clients: I go, simplicity is key. Do whatever fits your lifestyle. Do whatever is going to be the easiest and smoothest for you. Yeah. yeah. Control the controllable factors. So if you can do it in the morning, do it in the morning. If you prefer, because it's more convenient for you to not have to worry about getting breakfast, then don't. Um, like, because I recently, well, it's not that recent anymore, but I went from training at night to training in the mornings. And I still don't eat in the mornings. Like, I'll have coffee. But I know because I get home late and I'm up late, like, I have plenty of carbs at night to where some of that's still in my system and I can use that if I feel like I'm gonna need it for performance either I'll save my workout for the end of the day or I'll just have like a little something like a toast and a protein shake or something like just something um yeah and I think we're all kind of unique because for a little while you guys might remember there was a lot of like like the weightlifting group or culture of people was kind of anti-cardio, like more than five reps is cardio, like, you know, so, it is, <laughs> okay, so that's the guy that does <laughs> cardio. It is. cardio twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of breath. That's yeah. Like, so, um, cause we're kind of under the assumption that we know that cardio is beneficial, like because yeah. it's not cardio and we don't mean specifically for fat loss. It's good for fat loss. It's effective. It helps you create that calorie deficit that you need. But doing cardio in general, I mean, Americans die from heart related diseases 
more than anything compared to more than any other diseases. So cardio, like taking care of your cardiovascular health is really beneficial for that. Um, and then I have like a couple specific benefits that I wanted to mention, like, especially if you're a, like a resistance trainer, like if you power lift, if you bodybuild, if you strength train, if you for, hit the weights, brah. yeah, if you, yeah, say it again, if you hit the weights, bra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> making sure that your cardiovascular health is healthy can help you improve your ability to get blood to the tissues that are working. So, and getting blood to those tissues is super beneficial. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so inappropriate. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. That's um, how Morgan stays. <laughs> is, stays. <laughs> he does cardio twice a day. And that's how he stays hard. The beginning for 75 days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned vitality. That's definitely part of it. <laughs> right? So, improved blood flow. Um everywhere and so it not only helps you get in like the nutrients into your <laughs> into your muscles <laughs> stop it Morgan. it also helps you get like the lactic acid buildup like so blood is what gets that out of your muscles like so you don't get delayed onset muscle soreness doms like when you're really sore it helps you shuttle um more of that out um if you don't overdo like cardio, it helps you build your aerobic capacity. So you can do those endurance sets or those like <laughs> <laughs> volume. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this mic off. Hold on. <laughs> so mature. Oh, my God. Can't, can't work on these circumstances. <laughs> You're crying. Okay. Really quickly. So <laughs> having really good cardio health. <laughs> <laughs> Just read them. Just read them. Here, can you read? Oh, you want me to read it? No, here, I got it. Okay, okay. okay. I'm an adult. Fix my Namaste. So uh, it improves your ability to recover, um, improves your vascularity. <laughs> What's so vascular? I wasn't even laughing that time. <laughs> okay. I'm over it. I'm over okay. it. I'm over it. I'm and an adult. Your longevity. That's, you know what? That's it. That was, that was it. <laughs> So the overall verdict is facet cardio or does facet cardio burn more body fat than fed cardio? The answer? No. No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> You're fired, Morgan. <laughs> Take his mic away. Take your mic. Uh, the answer is no. They both burn around this, literally the same amount of body fat. So do whatever fits your lifestyle the best, whatever is more convenient and whatever is just easiest for you. Don't overcomplicate it. Uh, keep it simple and... Yeah. 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 Any other takeaways, Annie? No. I, well, actually, so <laughs> um, one of the benefits to like people that do fasted cardio is if you're setting an alarm like an hour earlier to get up and do fasted cardio, uh, cardio, uh, cardio, <laughs> cardio, a lot of the time, the reason you do get uh, a fat loss effect is because you're up an entire hour earlier. It doesn't necessarily mean like that cardio is specifically what's doing it, but you're up an entire an entire hour. hour yeah. yeah. So it's like an extra, depending on your mm -hmm. body, what you're doing. That's more neat. That's more calories burned. Um, usually people who are up earlier are just more active. I mean, you're getting dressed, you're going to do cardio, you're coming back showering, probably going to work showering or, twice. you know, showering twice. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, that's part of the benefit. If you can't find time throughout your day and waking up that hour early, 
And if you're not sacrificing sleep that's going to impact your recovery, then it's a benefit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Good? Yeah, I'm good. Sweet. That was good. Uh, that was a good episode. I, I really enjoyed that one because I know that was um, a big question, big, big question from athletes, clients, and people just in general are always, they always hear the whole facet cardio uh, thing all over social media and the internet and all big this. Big in the competitive world. Yeah, huge in the competitive world. That's the main form of cardio if you're a competitor is facet cardio. Yeah. So if your coach prescribes it, Ask them why. Ooh. And if they can't give you a good answer, hire someone else. <laughs> and if, if you're one of my clients and you asked me and I said, it doesn't matter, then you're probably very happy you hired me, hired me as a coach. Because usually what it is, like they'll ask me and I'll be like, do whatever you want. And it's like instant sign of relief. Like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're, yeah. they're the same. Do whatever fits. And yeah, so it makes prep a lot easier as well. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the PR podcast. Uh, if you guys are listening to iTunes, please do us a huge favor and leave us a five star rating and leave us, leave us a, a very cool written review. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, all the social media pages. The PR podcast is pr.podcast. Annabelle's is evolve.annabelle. My Instagram is fit underscore fluential and Morgan's is morgan.aquino. We appreciate it. If you guys need stickers, Send us a DM with your address, and we'll be more happy to send you a few for free. Free ninety nine. And um, <clears throat> a lot of these episodes are brought in by people sending in DMs and asking about this type of stuff. So if you guys want a topic to be covered, be sure to DM us and send us in uh, some topics that you guys want us to hear or talk about. And we'll be making a poll on that whole what diet are we going to be doing <laughs> for a month? Yeah, whether we're going to be uh, vegan for and two for weeks or four long? weeks or gluten free. Oh, sure. <laughs> so yeah. paleo paleo is an option so yeah so help us vote on that and um, we'll see you guys next week bye Peace.